0: It's hard to get serious. All right. <laughs> All right. For real. Mace Blanco from G's the Millions on 610. I don't need clout the podcast. And I'm in here with my therapist today.
1: <laughs> He's EJ, taking notes. How you doing? <laughs> right, where's my notebook?
0: Appreciate you being here, bro.
1: Yeah, man. Sure. Happy to be right. here.
0: So, the first thing to discuss in our therapy session. Um, what was it? Adult actress claims that it she's having a hard time. Is it finding a, a spouse or just getting men in general?
1: Hard hard time just to keeping men. <laughs> Adult actresses have a hard time keeping men.
0: <laughs> I'm crying. I have no
1: idea why.
0: <laughs> when the therapist doesn't know, you're you're in bad shape.
1: <laughs> and we, I guess uh, when they tell you to go get help it's just not there it's
0: too
1: right. far gone <laughs> I guess the only thing left oh, to do man. is just keep doing what you were doing
0: so <laughs> yeah pay those bills so why <laughs> why would an adult actress a corn star <laughs> dorm, dorm star, star have a problem <laughs> Why why would she have a problem keeping men?
1: Well. (laughs) Obviously, uh, her priorities are not straight. And depending on what kind of dorm star she is, she might not be straight. I
0: can't take it. Oh, man. I got real tears in my eyes right now because why would you think you could keep men after being a corn star?
1: I don't know. Uh, Being a dorm star and uh, (laughs) having countless men run through you. Why would that not be appealing (laughs) to any other man?
0: How does that work when you've been in that field for so long? And then like when you retire, like when when do you retire? Like at the average job I've never worked here like I'm
1: still running through them, <laughs> yeah. <obviously>. Yeah. <laughs> But it's different for me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: No, but seriously though, like at your average job, you like I guess what's the average retirement age? Like sixty-five or sixty-eight or something like that?
1: You know what? I bet they never even thought to ask the producer if they have benefits. If they yeah, have long term does this does this job come with a four oh one K? you know i doubt that they asked that
0: it might it might now okay 61 <laughs> okay oh wait yeah that was from a a, a survey in 2022 the average you know, age was 61 years old
1: if she managed her money right and went in as a young teen and then and then went in <laughs> to all the different types up to like the old person uh, dorm star you saying that you like uh,
0: age into different
1: like, categories.
0: categories of corn? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know if wow. anyone's ever done that. I don't think they ever even them. <laughs> I on. I, I, think, I think once they're recognized, they get embarrassed and they start shutting down.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what's the average. I don't know if I can even look that up on this computer. I don't want that to be traced. What What's the average age? I might have to pull that up on my phone. What's the average age of retirement for a corn star?
1: I was going to look up I was going to look up how long corn stars last but that could be a different
0: (laughs) 15 minutes (laughs) okay Uh, let's see one of the biggest problems for female dorm stars in their careers is they typically begin in their early 20s and tend to be short the typical career stretches from 6 to 18 months. So for most adult actors, they find themselves retired by age 25 and forced to pursue new avenues.
1: I, that's probably because by that point, they want to like get a man, settle down, have kids.
0: <laughs> After and 6 then, to uh, 18 months?
1: Yeah, being ran through. And then they're like, well, I, I'm still sort of in my prime, and obviously all these men love me. Yeah, you know, I, I should have no problem getting a man. Well, they have no problem getting a man. It's keeping a man. No man wants to, like, be with a woman that was ran through by crazy dudes. Like, some of them, like, real hum, <laughs> and then <laughs> And then plastered all over the internet of them <laughs> just being like, you know hit from every angle, you know? <laughs> and, and then you know, like no one wants that, no one wants to like you know have a woman that you know you never you would never look at her the same. I've seen a um it was a brief documentary of this woman who went through her porn thing or whatever and it and and it's it wasn't even a regular like. Traditional, like, I guess, porn stage, whatever. She wanted to be abused. She went to some, (laughs) some, like, porn artist that literally abuses them. Like, she signed a contract (laughs) to be abused. Like, she was, she was literally, like, being slapped around. She was getting beat. Then she was getting, like, humbled, like, in in every hole. And then, and then, like, Being like deep throated so hard that she threw up. Like, like he wouldn't stop until she vomited. Had like a dog bowl for her to vomit in, and then had to drink it.
0: Oh man, that sounds like real intense.
1: Yeah, that's what she wanted. And then she, and then uh, (laughs) then after she, after uh, after that, she went on like Dr. Phil or some crap. uh, And her boyfriend, I guess, found out. About it, boyfriend. Engaged to him, or I, I think, yeah, because then then she ended up getting with this guy. She did that after a breakup. Then she got with this guy. She really liked him. Got engaged or whatever. Then ended up on like Doctor Phil or some crap. And um, then he found out about it. He showed up on the show, or whatever. He was disgusted. Didn't like see her in the same way. They split up. Of course a course not. Month or two later. Yeah. And then she went back to do it a second time.
0: Wow. He stayed with her for yeah. a month after that?
1: Yeah. I was like, like I would have walked I'm, off I the set of you. Dr. Phil. What? Yeah. I would have walked off <laughs> the set, That would have been perfect bro. time. That would have been, you have for the real. to walk off right there. Yeah. So. Oh, man. And she was like, yeah, I don't want people to go through what I did. But, like, you literally went back to that a second time. Even after, like, Obviously like the dude didn't want to be with you because of that. Like why would you go back and do it twice? Women are something else. When they when they when they think that they can like just oh, I wanna go and make money selling my body, you know, it's free, you know, it's like free money and it's fun, you know? Like it, it won't affect me in the future. You see
0: you see how that turned out. Yeah, from look your, out, yeah. From your therapist opinion. yeah so that actually brings me to another topic that's something that's like really on the internet right now going crazy right so there's a podcast called no jumper um i don't know if you're familiar with it but the guy adam 22 yeah so the guy adam 22 is the host he's an atheist and him and his wife are atheists even though they get married under I, i never understood why atheists get married but that's another story and then so they're in the industry together right uh, yeah oh the corn the corn industry the dorm industry they have this show called plug talk so this is a good advertisement for them i guess talking about their show but they basically bring women on the show and then they have threesomes so adam has slept with like hundreds of i guess a plus one or a plus two whatever you want to call it women in his show and then they have like this content like only fans page where you watch the interview and then you watch them have like a threesome and it's actually like a, a super popular show. People love watching it. Sounds pretty crazy. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I've never watched it, but I watch his (laughs) no jumper show. So that's how like he drops, like, you know, talks about it on there or whatever. And um, so basically she, they've been married for like seven years. And she's never been with another guy since they've been married. Obviously, she was getting, you know, sexual. She was having sexual activity before they were married with all types of different dudes. Right. So they get married. She's been with him for seven years and they sleep with all these hundreds of different women. Right. And have threesomes and stuff. She just had her first scene with another professional dorm star. And, yeah, it, it pretty much like broke the Internet because... You know, no one can understand why you would let your wife, who you've been with for years and have kids with or at least a a child with, why you would let her go do a solo scene with another man. And I mean, they probably grossed millions of dollars from it. So from his perspective, they're both professional actresses in that kind of world. But he's catching a lot of flack from pretty much every community being a a cuck is what they call him or a simp to let his wife go. Yeah. For, to let his wife go get pounded by this other guy.
1: Yeah. The media is really like cranking up on um, saying that cuckolding is like a healthy thing. It, it's normal. It, it should be, uh, you know, everyone should try it like that. That's like the that's the new type of love in this era. Like, you know, like no one should just be tied to one person. Like everyone should be like simping and cuckolding and, cuck holding and And all this stuff. And it's really disturbing and screwing up a lot of kids, bro.
0: Nobody understands it. Like everyone that's been on the show since it's been a topic and a headline because every guest he brings on the show is like, damn man, how'd you let your wife get pounded by this professional dorm star? Like this doesn't make sense. And he justifies it by saying, no, I've slept with these hundreds of women and this and that. um, And this is only her first time, like stepping out of the marriage to be with a dude. Without him. Yeah, man. It it should have
1: stayed the way it was.
0: I mean, shoot. I guess she wanted uh, a a guy. Yeah. And they decided they like handpicked this guy. But it's it really sounded like she made the decision, like who she wanted. And he's like, yeah, this makes sense because he's like a professional and this and that. But I'm like, I wonder how much say he had in picking the guy. And then even that is still like real cringe. Like you're going to pick the guy that you want to bang your wife on camera for millions of dollars.
1: Uh, we're in a pretty messed up world and it's getting way out of whack. And we could so, probably make several videos on that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So basically what I was ge- getting at with that was they just had got um, that Aiden Ross to bring Andrew Tate on the podcast with them. And while the, you know, Tate is top G he's like one of the most popular guys I would say worldwide like he's he's not as popular in the US as he is in like all of Europe. Um and a lot of people respect Tate. And while they were on the stream, Adam offers his wife to the top G Andrew Tate and says, "If you want to sleep with my wife, you can." Like I'm I'm whatever, I'm I'm let, giving you permission to sleep with my wife. And she's just sitting there like real awkwardly being offered to Andrew <laughs> Tate. And I was like, "Yo, it really opens like up item. this yeah, but it really opens up the gate to like, okay, so she just slept with this other dude that he approved of and they signed off on it, they made the money. Now he's, here more dudes. now he's just offering his wife up and she didn't even have a say in it. She she's just sitting there and he's like, You could you could fuck my wife if you want to. If if you want, of course. And he's like, No, that's and disgusting. she probably pulled not- like one of these. pretty much but I was like yo where does where do you draw the line like now this one dude bangs your wife now you're just offering your wife online to this really popular guy
1: yeah like opening up doors that like you know that just lead the long hallways of no lines like it's just it's just it just doesn't stop doesn't end it doesn't end yeah it doesn't it doesn't end and it's
0: like he's never like would you want to fuck Andrew Tate or like would you be open to this? She's like you can have my wife bro <laughs> like, she, yeah. she's just like it's- she's like rocking in there in her chair all uncomfortable and he's just like oh sure. Andrew Tate's like this makes me uncomfortable like this makes me really uncomfortable
1: It sounded like everyone was uncomfortable except for him the dude offering her up
0: <laughs> pretty much, and he's probably or the maybe. one that should be the most uncomfortable with that. <laughs>
1: Or maybe he was nervous talking to him and uh, thought it might have sounded good in his mind, and then said it, and then realized it became more awkward, and then tried to back it up, and was like, "Oh well, I mean, you, you still you can, you know, just because you had nothing <laughs> left." Want, I don't know. <laughs> it's on the table. Yeah, if you want to, I'm just gonna throw it out there. <laughs> yeah,
0: this whole um, exploring your sexuality and all this stuff—that's why I don't understand why people get married because, like the marriage is the commitment to that other person, but like not to say that you should do those things, but like if you're going to, you would imagine the people not being married.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like marriage is a you know pretty serious commitment. Just you're like bonded with that one person and that's it. Yeah. I
0: mean, I would go as far to say that's the most serious commitment you'll make in your life. Like choosing your spouse for better, for worse till death do us part. I mean, what have you committed to that was more serious than that?
1: I guess here on Earth, I mean, if you was committing to like, you know, religion, that's that's another thing, you know, that's yeah. by a more internal uh, commitment that might be a little more serious than this temporary life here.
0: I feel that. I think people switch partners and sw- like divorce way more than they switch their religious beliefs. It happens, but yeah, not as I'd much. So. People go from being People go from being religious to being not religious. I don't think people really. I don't know the stats on. I can look that up too. But like the stats on people going from one religion to another versus people going from being religious to being non-religious.
1: I mean, there's these people out here that are marrying multiple wives, and I I think that that became illegal, but somehow people are still marrying multiple wives. And then there's on the opposite side of the spectrum, there's women, mostly just women doing this, marrying themselves. It's marrying I forget themselves. what it's called. Yeah, they're marrying themselves. They have a wedding with just themselves.
0: The Anti Polygamy Act was passed in 1882, which is not that long ago when you're looking at like the history of what we know it to be. I wonder why that was passed.
1: Oh, it's a Sologamy?
0: It doesn't yeah. sound like something I'd want to do just from just from <laughs> what it's called.
1: It seems like a pretty sad life. I mean, no one else wanted to live with you, but you got to live with you now alone.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I have to look up the numbers again, but most people are depressed. Why would you think that being depressed would why, why would that enhance your situation when you can't really handle everyday life and then you go ahead and marry yourself the happiest day of your life?
1: And yeah, how? Like, <laughs> I don't understand how it would benefit you whatsoever. I mean, would you even be able to claim any tax differences either? Like, I like I don't see any benefit. Do you in do it you take a home. honeymoon?
0: Do you do you take like some solo trip?
1: Yeah, I seen a video of a woman and meet somebody doing new that, and she <laughs> she I think she was going on a cruise after. Oh shit. she met someone there and was like oh no i'm married see got the ring i'm married this
0: says that polygamy practiced by mormons created issues between mormons and non-mormons in the state of utah and non-mormons asked congress to pass an act to render polygamy illegal i feel like that's not a good reason it just made it sound so casual like it was that easy non-mormons asked congress to pass an act and now it's Yeah, illegal. we have a
1: problem with them. We don't like. I what feel like, doing.
0: even the way that that's phrased, though, non-Mormons ask, you know, to get this law made in place to make polygamy illegal. Wouldn't that infringe on their religious beliefs, which goes against our rights?
1: It does sound like that. I mean, because you know, allegedly, the you know United States was created for you to have religious freedoms and
0: then non-Mormons come around and say, I don't like what you're doing in your religion. Make it illegal.
1: I mean that they use the, the phrase uh, Mormons and non-Mormons, which makes it sound like the person who wrote it was a Mormon. It just sounds that way. I mean, you would just say like, You know, Mormons were doing this and everybody else, you know, didn't like it.
0: Yeah, and they've been going door to door ever since. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if we can get
1: enough Mormons involved, we can switch this back around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're counting on everyone's door, (laughs) hey.
0: See, I'm not a Mormon. I don't know nothing about being a Mormon. They have come to my house before or not my house, but they've come to a house that I was at. I I was with someone that had pretty strong Christian values and they invited them in and I listened to them kind of, I want to say go at it, but it wasn't, it wasn't like that. Like how you would imagine somebody going at it, but they basically were like challenging each other. And then those uh, what is it? The Sabbath. The people. Uh, I forget what that's even called. Those people came to. I don't know why I was there when multiple like religious groups stopped by the house. <laughs> Sounds like
1: your bad luck.
0: <laughs> uh, you yeah, I don't know. Is that? Is that
1: you got these Mormons coming.
0: Yeah, like I, I brought them with me secretly. <laughs> like, I'll be all right, there I, at three. All right.
1: You come and bang on the door, I'll back you up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to get this passed. Yeah. <laughs> <I, I, I, laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: how many people have really been converted from someone showing up at the house?
1: I don't <laughs> like, know, but apparently it works or they wouldn't be doing it for all this time.
0: I, I don't know. No, nah, but we I don't know if we have proof that that works.
1: I don't know. I was, like oh, what's the know data what? I think it's because it's part of their religion
0: do you feel like it would be like a checks and balances kind of thing though like some dudes I was just watching something earlier and they were talking about Prince Harry being like the weakest man in the public and how his wife just like bosses him around and he like left the royal family and he wrote a book about it like exposing him and doing all this stuff to please his wife and then he's still in therapy and he he probably could use a, a conversation <laughs> with you.
1: I think that they just keep trying to get more money from all kinds of publicity, like good or bad. And they just want to keep complaining about being left alone so that more people will pay attention to them and they'll get more money.
0: But you're in the Royal family, right? No one is going to give a shit about how hard you have it. Like, bro, like, your problems that you have as a regular man in society trying to work but your way they still up the ladder.
1: Get it's, it's not good, but they still get it. And they're still getting money. And they're still on the covers of magazines. They're still on YouTube channels. They're being talked about. They're on talk shows. They're on Oprah. They're on Dr. Phil or whatever. I don't know if they were on Dr. Phil, but they probably should be.
0: <laughs> bro, he, he was doing oh, no. this breathing. I seen this clip of him doing this breathing exercise, bro. He's like this. He's like tapping his shoulders. He's like, <gasps> <sighs> <sighs> I don't <laughs> even <laughs> like bro, that. On, on TV, bro. Like, and it was one of his tips that he learned in therapy. And they're like, he's so brave. I was like, what the fuck did he do? How is that bravery? Uh, why bro. is that? Why is I'm that? Brave the face?
1: Look, I'm
0: just as brave yeah. as you. <laughs> Why is that the face of bravery right now? I don't understand that. How is that brave? You're some weak, frail guy who needs to be doing these like therapy practices mid-interview. Why is that the face of bravery? That's what bravery and, is nowadays?
1: And he never had to work in the, in the day in his life. All he had to do was grow up a spoiled prince, never had to work. And then when he left, they still gave him millions. Like millions and millions of dollars, and and it wasn't. I think it was like forty million, and he cried because it was only forty million. You know, like, because bro, what do they're you want? worth way more than that. We have different you know? kind of
0: problems. Like I, I don't see yeah. that as a problem. I don't. I really don't see how that's a problem. Well, it was a
1: problem to him because he was used to like this high of a lifestyle, and now he has to live this high of a lifestyle. And we're all like off the screen, way down here. You and, can't see it, but I'm like, moving my hand. I'm like this down here. we yeah, hands on the floor. We're way down here. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're down there. You know what I mean? But
0: but still, the, the general public is still like, man, I really feel bad for Prince Harry, and they're like tuned into all this stuff. He's writing a book, uh, uh, exposed in the royal family for profit, and nobody even yeah. likes a snitch, bro. No one, no one likes a snitch, even when you're like, because you were involved in all of this, right? That would be like the no equivalent of. Him. I don't no, know. People do, I w- I would say I don't I don't know. Let me what's the stats? Do people like it's a general Google search? Do people like Prince Harry?
1: I think it's mostly uh, like media putting them in the spotlight because I mean, if you were a journalist, you know, you want you know to put famous people like them, you know, on blast because that's your job. You want to try to get any anything you can get.
0: So it looks like he was above 50%. I, I think this is American opinion. He's dropped 23% down from 30% in December 2022.
1: I don't know where they even get these numbers.
0: It's like a poll that they take uh, in the U.S. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't take it. I will bash him on my podcast, but I wouldn't take a survey about it.
1: You see all these statistics, but you never see like you know where they're sourcing it from. You never hear anyone ever talk about like never anyone talking about it or hearing about it anybody right. ever The survey like, data doing, just
0: populates out of nowhere basically. Yeah. They probably use right. like artificial intelligence to like uh go through all the tweets and Facebook posts and shit to to see what people are yeah. saying. Like is this tweet favorable Probably. to Prince Harry? Or like how many people are bashing him right now. Out of all Twitter users.
1: And even at that same rate. They could make like fake accounts. That like Harry. And add that to the statistics.
0: I don't know why you would do that. But I'm sure it happens.
1: I'm sure that they, they do stuff. Just to change numbers. For whatever reason. And
0: those, those pages though. Now that you say that. Those pages with like no profile picture. They always have the most to say so yeah yeah it's it's possible
1: yeah i think they do stuff like that to help like with psyops and changing people's like opinions on like if everyone else likes it then oh i maybe i should like it too
0: yeah psyops is a hell of a drug don't take it i feel like especially for like kids or just younger people especially that like that whole fitting in and still finding your identity as a person, like who you are as a person when you haven't been through too much yet. I feel like you're much more susceptible to what everyone else believes, even if it's a lie or even if it's like not good for people or just the list goes on of stuff that you might believe that's not true.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you go up being taught something, you know, your mind's not fully developed. You don't even understand or comprehend why you're even being told this. You just believe that it's true because everyone told you that it was true.
0: I can think of at least like 20 different things.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, growing up, like, you know, there's people that believe that if you swallow watermelon seeds, a watermelon will grow in your belly. You know, it's something's dumb like that. Just something so simple.
0: But on the watermelon thing, they use that agenda to force these GMO uh what is it cloned watermelons they're seedless every watermelon's yeah. seedless now bro like you used to have a choice do you want yeah. seeds in your watermelon or not now there's just no seeds in any of the watermelons
1: ever. And now you can't plant your own <laughs> not free
0: yeah. anywhere. Yeah.
1: Not off the watermelon Basically. Ball. you gotta go buy seeds. Which also right. won't produce seeds.
0: <laughs> Basically that that is a crazy concept. You, you wanna end it? You want to diagnose me with something? That Well, that's a whole other topic, too. I
1: think you're diagnosed as a a night owl.
0: Yeah, I've seen this thing about uh, therapists. Where do you guys get this information from? Because you'll say that someone's like, still like alcoholism, right? They'll be like, well, this guy's an alcoholic because his dad was an alcoholic. And then in the same family, the other brother is not an alcoholic because his dad was an alcoholic.
1: Yeah, because he was like repulsed by, you know, repulsed by it. And the other kid, you know, probably tried it, embraced it and was like, oh, I like how this feels. And, oh, well, my dad did it, you know, so probably not that bad. And everyone tells me that now I have a disease. So I'll blame the disease on the, you know, how much I'm drinking. and That'll give me an excuse to keep drinking. And, you know, you just perpetually fall and you can't get back up, and then you're stuck because people tell you that you know it's not your fault.
0: Pretty much, and I seen this poll that said like one out of two people, like one out of every two people, has ADHD.
1: Dang! But I'm like, wow. bro, you
0: know how easy it is to be diagnosed with something. I can really go in the that. doctors uh, right bro, now. I
1: have ADHD now. I'm like looking <laughs> yeah. around the room, <laughs> can't pay attention. <laughs> yeah,
0: but like Give I could go pills. into the doctors. I can go in the doctors right now and like advocate that i have something wrong with me and they'll diagnose me with something and that's just what it's going to be
1: yeah cuz doctors are always right and you know as soon as they uh leave the room with you the part that you don't see is them going over to their little cubicle getting on their computer and looking up on chat <laughs> What
0: yeah and google google search and what, what you got
1: he has this what might it be uh okay Let's see a list of things uh oh he's got adhd i'll give him, <laughs> i'll give him yeah adhd
0: has the best seo we're gonna go with that when he looks it up at home he probably saw the same search results and that's what we're gonna go with so
1: i'll just confirm it and we'll all be satisfied
0: I feel like doctors want ratings just like a restaurant wants ratings. Like, you give me, give me, drop me a five star review when you go home after you start taking your meds.
1: Yeah, it happens all the time. You know, guys will go into the doctors saying like they have low testosterone, you know, and when they're like in their like, you know, later 30s or something like that. And, you know, they want to try to like stay healthy and in the gym and their sex drive and all of that. And, and instead of, like, recommending them to go, like, to a specialist that handles, like, you building up your testosterone naturally or, like, maybe starting you on, like, something and, like, helping you work your way up to, like, you know, producing your own testosterone and meal plans and all this healthy stuff. They're like, oh, you know what? You, you probably just need some some testosterone replacement. You know, we'll just we'll – just, we'll give you this test. You know, some artificial testosterone, and you come in for your shot, or you can do it yourself, and then you'll just have to take this for the rest of your life. And uh, you might have to keep amping it up because your body will get used to it, you know. And then they'll tell you that you can only take a certain amount every so often. And then by the time that your body's coming off of the testosterone, you're going through this mood swing where you're like, you know, you're getting all depressed because now you're like low testosterone. And then it's like, well, now it's time for my shot. Take this shot. Then you're like, not, you know, it takes a little, you know, a couple of days worth to actually function. And then you're back up here. Then you're high, happy, you know, like feeling good, pumped up, going to the gym, you know, happy go lucky guy until it like, where's right by then? You're a constant roller coaster. Like, I've seen guys like that. And then, and like, it's terrible. It's a terrible way to live.
0: Then they get you on the antidepressants while you're down.
1: <laughs> yeah, you <gotta laughs> double it up. Yeah. You know, don't forget to give me a five star review. I will make you happy. I'll give you happy pills and I, and, and happy juice. <laughs> uh, stop looking around the room. I'll give you pills for that too. ADHD, right. ADHD. You gotta,
0: you'll leave here with like yeah. five prescriptions. You'll, you'll be Your insurance company will happy. love you. Yeah. My grandma was like that where. She was like, uh, what do they call it? Like hypochondriac. She wanted some kind of ailment, something to be wrong with her as it was like the next conversation or like then you, you're literally taking pills to counteract the side effects from your other pills. The next thing you know, you're taking 30 pills a day
1: and you got one of them big old pillbox cases for like yep. Monday with the Friday Monday through Sunday like yeah. and this long and, and 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 they're like that deep.
0: it's like a pencil box
1: (laughs) yeah you gotta like open this thing up and pour out all the pills you need like a whole water bottle to like try to get them all down (laughs) oh man like down might need two or three water bottles to get all them down
0: you gotta take it on a time schedule and your whole day's mapped out
1: oh man that would be terrible it's like okay I need to take the red one at two and the green (laughs) one at three but then I need to take this one with a meal and this one without. It's like so I can't eat at three, but I can eat at two. But that I don't know. That might counteract my vitamin D pill. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel like that's <laughs> where they want at least Americans to be. I feel like they want them to be in this real oh, yeah. docile state of pill popping, taking pills yeah. to uh, you know, offset your other pills and just keep you in that cycle where you're like, Totally dependent on the doctors and the healthcare system,
1: pharma, all that, and they, uh, and they make sure that they that they hire like alleged scientists to come up with these statistics, like we were talking about before, studies on uh, herbal medicine and herbal remedies, which are you know put here for us to use and work very well and have been working well for thousands of years. Uh, that people just don't even know about anymore it's forgotten like all the we're also trained to think that the herbs are bad like not just like for you but bad in general to even be in your lawn like dandelions like people kill dandelions because they're like oh that's hideous i can't have them in my lawn like they're so bad but dandelions are like a huge um benefit for common cold or any type of cold that you might have you eat dandelions to kill the cold and that's just one herb that's just growing in your yard that you have as medicine to fight you know a cold or there's like anything else that you have going on with you like you know there's so much like peppermint peppermint oil not like or just peppermint if you have peppermint in your lawn you know or if you grow herbal peppermint like that's for inflammation there's you know so much stuff for like pain inflammation cold you have you can have a whole like natural herbal pharmacy in your backyard Instead of going to big pharma and taking these pills that counteract with pills that counteract with other pills that like you have to take at certain times with certain meals or without meals or with so much water and you know and then messing you up and you can't walk up the steps and your back hurts and this thing is doing this and that and you know, you're ruining your day and you're grumpy. <laughs> you want people to feel bad for you. You have this whole thing going on. You can't go outside. The sunlight affects your skin because of the pill that you want that you took. You know, made it so you can't take sunlight. So you now you need vitamin D, also, and all of this other stuff. It's like, man, it's like you, you could have just took some herbs and been fine.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it never ends. And they they make it seem like the people that do resort yeah, to you're, natural you're, medicine yeah, are these crazy, crazy hippie. hippies that are so out there. Yeah. They're on shrooms twenty four seven. They're just hallucinating. Like,
1: oh, you're, you're like some kind of weirdo out here, like eating grass. <laughs> eating grass, smoking grass, eating shrooms, right? Whack job. <laughs> you probably go to a natural doctor, a chiropractor, too. You freak. What are you, you go? You go to church? you're, you're weird, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, you're Mormon. You're
0: you a wise. Mormon? Yeah, you some kind of non-Mormon? <laughs> we should we should write Congress and just tell them we don't like get that, and get that. I don't feel passed. like going
1: door to door with the Mormons, <laughs> but. It'd be fun if we've seen some oranges along <laughs> like, yeah, I'm in it for the long haul. <laughs> I'm to try to get that law passed, you know what I'm saying? Yo.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate your expertise on <laughs> your, your herbal medicines. So, something for people to look up and look into and not just believe everything that they've been told or seen or indoctrinated with i
1: take all kinds of herbal medicines i have i have a whole like rack of i don't even know like extracts tincture type things they all taste nasty like herbal medicine tastes horrible like your taste buds are just so used to the food today that like you know with the sugars everything has to be sweet like tomato sauce is full of sugar i like if you buy milk even organic milk a lot of times they're putting sugar in milk. I I bought some. Um, I mistakenly bought milk with sugar in it. I had no idea. Like I I seen some organic milk. I like organic. I I usually buy goat milk. I like goat milk, but I you know they were out. I got organic cow milk. Brought it home. Was drinking it. It's like oh you know that's that's different. Like oh I mean it's, it's cow milk. So I've been drinking goat milk. So whatever. But, a couple of days went by. Like, There's something really different about this. I want to see what it is. I read the back. I had 12 grams of sugar in it. I don't know per however much, but I just seen it had 12. I'm like, they're even putting sugar in milk, I guess, to have let kid, kids drink milk with sugar in it so that they'll drink the milk. I don't know. Sugar in literally everything. So then when yeah. you go and you taste like herbal stuff, like herbs. Yep. It tastes awful. Like, you really have to get used to it. You have to take herbs for, like, a whole month before your taste buds actually get kind of used to it. And you're like, okay, it's not so bad anymore. Like, I'm I'm used to it. Like, I know what it's like. Like, you know, I take them and you're okay. You know, but it's, it's really sad. People don't even want to try herbs because of that. All
0: right, so we're going to end there. Might have to do a lot of post-production and cut out the inappropriate stuff. I don't need to call out the podcast. I'll see you on the other side. I'll see you next time.